Welcome back, y'all, to episode 150-something of the Zachary Wingate Podcast, where we go 365 days bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen. Enjoy the show. So I'm going to teach you guys a little lesson in marriage, okay? It's called compromise. I wanted to do a show tonight, and my wife told me the only way I'll do a show with you is if I talk about the glitch in the matrix part three. And let me tell you guys, that's how you compliment, that's how you compromise in a marriage. I don't mind patting myself on the back. Okay, guys, so we are doing Glitches in the Matrix Part 3. I wanted to do a podcast about Brian Cranston's movie called About a Lottery. But anyways, we are going to be doing a show about the Matrix 3. We're actually um, the the Glitch in the Matrix, and we are sitting here in a cabin out in the woods on a rainy evening. Here's a little ASMR for you. I don't think that's ASMR people like. Someone out there likes it. Okay. We are back, people. We are going to be reading some more submitted stories on glitches in the Matrix. And if you have a story to submit, feel free to direct message Zachary on his Instagram that is listed in the show notes today with your glitch in the matrix okay i i have not read any of these so we're gonna be reading it together and unpacking it together does that sound good sounds good okay and like last time i will not be reading the title so that it's not like given away so last friday i was bartending it was later in the night We were slowing down. It was just myself and one other bartender. She was doing things like stocking and cleaning while I was talking to and dealing with customers. A lady sits at the end of the bar, orders one drink, and asks to cash out. I hand her her check. She hands me her card. I put her card in the chip reader. The credit card slip prints. I hand them to her. I see her put her card back into her wallet and she thanks me and then signs the slip and gets up to leave. I reciprocate the thanks and pick up the credit card slip from the bar to enter my tip. 30 minutes later, I'm back at the computer and I see a card sticking out of the chip reader and two slips printed. It was for the same tab that the lady had already paid and the system we use makes it impossible to cash out the same tab twice. I went to check my credit card slips to make sure I wasn't hallucinating, and sure enough, there is the slip where she entered a tip and signed. The next day, she came into the bar really confused and says, I could have sworn I put my card back in my wallet last night, but I can't find it anywhere. So 
I just wanted to check and see if I left it here by chance. I explained to her that while I did have her card, I absolutely watched her put it back into her wallet. And we both kind of lost it for a little for a second, unable to come up with an explanation for the whole event occurred. Okay, so it sounds like there was kind of a misspent card and the lady couldn't remember it. Misspent? I mean a misspent. Misplaced. Misplaced card at a bar. Okay, so, I mean, that's interesting because it's like if they both remember the person receiving the card, signing for it, why would there be the same card in the chip reader and a second receipt? That's the thing. It's like if there was just one receipt, then it's like, okay, you probably just were on autopilot and confused it with another customer. But it's like the fact that there's two receipts – they both remember exchanging the card, but it's still somehow in the chip reader. That seems pretty glitchy. Yeah, I mean, if you have two receipts and it's kind of going into that, I could see how it would be pretty glitchy. Um, but what's interesting is the fact that they both remember it. Like, was there just a momentary issue where they might have forgot? Or, like, how would there have been two receipts? Exactly. I don't think they've both forgotten. Someone in the comments says, Maybe you two were supposed to have a conversation or make some connection with each other, but it just didn't happen. So the universe brought you two back together and try to try again. It would be interesting if you cross paths again soon. It's like, that's true. We never really know what like one interaction, how that affects the entire like butterfly effect or the ripple effect of everything around us, you know? So what if there is some divine, grander divine plan that brought them together? I don't know. I just don't think that would necessarily be like a glitch in the matrix. Or did they switch timelines? Like in one timeline that happened and then in the next, the other didn't happen. But you see this, this, the slight Mandela effect of like having that proof of the receipt there. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they both, maybe there could have been, I mean, there was drinking involved if they're at the bar, right? Right. But the bartender probably wasn't drinking. That we know of. Bartenders drink a lot. They take those little shots under the bar. I've seen it. I know. It happens. I used to allow it to happen. It was like we were like okay with our bartenders drinking a little on the job if they wanted to like late at night. And why would you be okay with that? Um, Because it was sort of part of the bar culture. Um, If someone was like, oh, I want to buy you around. It was like, that's okay. It was their choice. Obviously, they didn't have to. Um, And... Typically in the industry, they feel like if you're a little bit buzzed, you're just having a better time. You're like more, I don't know. You're going to be better at your job if you're drinking a little bit. Again, this is my job like from years ago. So Back in the day. All right. So we got a glitch in the matrix. We got a misspent card. You got any other spicy little things for us? It was a misplaced card, not misspent. Misspent, misplaced card. Okay. Here is the next one. It says background. I have a young cat who is really smart and really naughty. She's allowed outside during the day, but she's also afraid of birds, laugh out loud. So she prefers if me or my partner are outside with her. However, she really wants to be out at night. So bad. And she knows she's not allowed. She used to try to bolt for the door if it was opened even for a second, but we wised up to her and now she tries to be stealthy. 
It doesn't work on me because I've got her number, but my partner can be oblivious sometimes and she'll take the opportunity to slip out. I like to read, smoke, and drink on the back deck at night, and there's a huge glass panel door that she can jealously watch me through. Sometimes... The cat or her partner? The cat. (laughs) Sometimes she stays by the door the entire time, especially when the moths are out, but sometimes she gets bored and goes to her spot on the couch. And now for story time. One night, I'm out reading and drinking, and I hear a soft thump on the deck. I look up, and there she is, the little rat. I start scolding her for being out at night, assuming my partner accidentally let her out, and she ignores me, doing her usual routine of standing up on her hunches and smelling this particular spot on the wall. It's an unusual posture, and it looks really funny and distinctive. As I'm still scolding her, she meanders under the table just out of my reach. I look under, but she seems to have disappeared in the shadows. I know she'll eventually want to come back in, so I don't pursue her. That just gives me her stay away. That just makes her stay away. So I get up to go in, refill my drink, in parentheses, and berate my partner. And what do I see? She's in her spot on the couch, completely passed out asleep. I start yelling for my partner, and she wakes up slightly, looking at me through drowsy eyes. I saw her outside less than two minutes she ago. She sounds like a drunk, and she's being verbally abusive with her partner. I saw her outside less than two minutes ago, and my partner said they hadn't gone out at all recently. I wondered if there was a cat who looked like her, but she's so distinct down to her extra hangy primordial pouch and silly little quirks, and clearly the cat outside knew me and was comfortable with me. We also don't have many strays around here because we border the wilderness and they can't survive. Mm. I know all my neighbors' cats and they definitely don't look or act like mine. I'm going to call a little bit of BS on this. I saw my cat outside, but when I went inside, she was sleeping on the couch. Was she astral projecting? Was I seeing into the future or the past? Did my cat find a wormhole or does she have a doppelganger? All right, first of all, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think people like to test out their writing abilities from this because whenever you read these, whoever has quote-unquote glitches does a really good job writing everything out and specifying certain things. Second of all, she sounds like she got a little bit of a drinking-smoking problem. She might have been getting tore up on the back porch, and I think she possibly did see another cat out there. I say astral projection. So just a flat-out astral projection. Okay, so think about it. If astral projection is real, right? First of all, cats are mystical as fuck, right? The ancients know cats to be way more wise and intelligent than we ever knew to be a cat, right? Cats like to lick themselves, okay? They like to lay around all day and knock shit off tables. That's what they like to do. Anyway, astral projection. It requires such a level of energetic and mental mastery to not um, get so overly excited that you sort of like psych yourself out or you're unable to to go further, right? Um, The same way that like manifestation, let's say, like when people want to manifest and they have so much of this like push and push and push energy and like all of this attachment, it becomes harder and harder. Well, what if children and animals are exercising the same parts of that 
psych, you know, part of their psyche. And because they don't have a bunch of stories or they don't have a bunch of attachments to, you know, is this wrong, right? You know, is this crazy or whatever? What if animals do astral project in a way that we just wouldn't necessarily understand? I mean, I don't, if it like, it just doesn't sound like it to me because the cat doesn't have any record of it. So it just happens randomly one time. Well, no, I think it's because the cat has such a desire to go outside that even if they were asleep, like the cat was asleep, they astral projected themselves outside. And the, the, the writer, the person was maybe she has a little bit of psychic awareness or a connection to the cat or she's and was able to see it. Well, okay, let's talk about being drunk. Um, being well, drunk just, also you're... brings down, being drunk also brings down any um, layers of like, oh, this can't be true. This like kind of like that conscious. Let me just finish something. I was mid-sentence, but okay. Well, I was, I was trying to talk, but you were talking about the cat thing and then I was trying to make a point. I think you're giving this cat a lot of credit. I mean, we don't even know what this cat looks like. It has a little pouch under it. We know that much. How many couches have a little pre-mortal pouch? What'd she say it was? You called her a couch. I know. I said a, a pre-mortal pouch. You said how many couches? How many pouches equal couches? Okay. She said something about a pouch on the cat. Did she say pre-mortal pouch? Do you know what Schrodinger's experiment is? Do I know what Schrodinger's experiment is? No, I don't know. What about the cat in the pouch? Well, someone said, ever since Schrodinger's experiment, it's been known that cats violate the laws of quantum physics. Oh, just lay the Schrodinger law of quantum physics about cats. Why is everyone giving cats so much credit? Okay? I mean, cats don't ever save people's lives. They don't ever make TV shows about cats. Cats don't find the world... The trophy, okay, the world trophy for soccer, the World Cup. I did a podcast on that. You guys should listen to it. His name's Pickles, okay, the dog. You know, we get, like, how can a cat, Schroeder's Law. Did you see anything about the primordial pouch? Nothing about the primordial pouch, unfortunately. Okay, y'all, that is Glitch in the Matrix 3. I thought we had some good stuff today. Natalie, once again. You are a gem. I'm so happy you're my wife, and you are the best reader of Reddit of all time. You can learn more about Natalie at nataliegranja.com or follow me on Instagram, nataliegranja underscore. Natalie is spelled N-A-T-H-A-L-Y. You can also find my podcast, Oracle Unfiltered. Bye, and have a great night. We'll see you all tomorrow. Or morning. <laughs>